This episode of Star Wars and Character is made possible by the generosity of our Patreon supporters. To learn how you can help support the show and have the opportunity to pick a future character for an upcoming episode of Star Wars and Character, please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash neozaz. Lick it. Lick it real good. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today we are talking about Kohun. They say it, Dave? There isn't an official pronunciation. I'm saying Calhoun. Calhoun. And Tim said Calhounis. He did say Calhounis. That's that's multiple. I said Calzone, but I'm really hungry. <laughs> well, the um, Calz- Calzone Zambonis. <laughs> Calhoun. Calhoun appears in Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. Wait, tell me. I sat and read, read all this shit. You, you did. I mean, these, these names are the best. Aren't? Or not. Mm. <laughs> You've said that about the past 160 episodes. And they're not that good, are they? True. <laughs> yeah. My name is Column Chris. Precious. Oh, no. Column. Yeah, Column, not Gollum. You do what is they? You already told me what these names are, so okay. just keep plowing through. Today I'm joined by Manable Matt. Okay, I see where this is going. To my left, Rounded Head Dave. And Anal Segment Tim. <laughs> what? Because what? of the T in segment? At the very end. Oh. Anal Segment Tim. You should have said too many fucking legs to count Tim. Tim legs? It's Chris's, it's Chris's favorite part of every adult film, the anal segment. <laughs> it is. All two of myself. <laughs> Heinveld and one of them. You got it. <laughs> one that got stuck in the VCR. You know the other one, probably. It's just it's super doing a Star Wars show. Star Balls. Oh, it's like, yeah, I remember we talked Star- about this. I remember the talk about this. Was, Tim had that one that was a cartoon. It was like a hint. Yeah, that was that was Star Balls. Yeah. Balls. I had Star Wars, was one I had. Well, the one that I saw Tim had was a cartoon. You're talking about actual porn? Yeah. What did you see? Heinfeld? Heinfeld, which is probably, it got stuck in my VCR. When when was this? Didn't right. you have to take the VCR to the store so they could take the porn out of the VCR? Video. It had to take the, the, the top of the VCR off. That's awesome. Where where were Video you? Video connection, I believe it was. How old were you? What, what was this? We were you living at home still? Probably, yes. I was 39. No, you were, you were living year. over in Court Alley. Court Alley? I'm watching Heinfeld over there? Yes. Heinfeld's good anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> Very good, Dave. Was, was Tim around? Were you here, Tim? Did you watch? Yeah, I remember we went. It was you, me, and Cal. We went. It sounds really weird and creepy, I but a, a porno with you and Bob. We were. We. It was. It was one of those things where you, uh-huh. me, and Cal. We went to West Coast Video to, to rent a to rent a movie, and we ended up just like getting Heinfeld. We went back to the adult section and grabbed a video and started. We were just watching it at at your Court Alley house. And it got stuck in a VCR. And it got stuck in the VCR. Yeah, yeah like things. like we didn't even finish it. It got like 
It was like 15 minutes into it, and then it... I ate it. Yeah, it got caught up in... in just everything you're was, saying. I was like, oh, that's going back. When, when did you move in there? 97? Yeah, yeah, we got married. Yeah, yeah, 97. Someone yeah, look up what year that came out. Was it a porn about nothing? <laughs> it probably was. <laughs> yeah, but I gotta find it. Now. Only this would happen to you. Yeah, that I, is true. Of all shit, yeah. I to know. me, if I mean nothing like that has ever happened to me, but to me, if that had happened to me, I would have just I would have the VCR player. Yeah, I would have like like I would have I would have never had I would have never dealt with that. I would have found out how much how much does this cost? I'm just gonna pay for the tape. I'll buy a new VCR. It's probably back in the day when they cost like a hundred bucks for like a VHS tape. Not in not not in '97. I don't know. I'm, I'm and you and I and knowing you, you probably weren't even embarrassed. Were no, you? not at all. Not at all. No, you just took it in. Hey, buddy, buddy, I, I got Heinfeld calling here. Take, you in the back? Take it out. <laughs> After that, take out Heinfeld. Yep. All right. Um, well, the, Calhoun. Do you do you know why you 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 were giving parts of worms? I was. Yes, I actually had to look it up on, on Google, and I saw like a little chart, and I. It was like back to school times again. Yeah, <laughs> it did actually. School times. Well, like the, the Calhoun were the worm-like creatures with deadly bites, sometimes used by bounty hunters to kill their targets. As put a, your phone on silent, Chris. If you get a search Heinfeld on the show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hear it clicking. <laughs> as appear in Attack of the Clones, like Chris said, they're found on the planet Indumodo which is a jungle planet, and in doing some research on this species of Calhoun, they can exist pretty much anywhere. They, they adapt to their environment. The only place that they really couldn't survive would be like on Hoth. But they're found on Tatooine. They're found in jungle planets of all kind. They um, are fast-moving centipede-like creatures, and the bite is delivered uh, with a nerve toxin that would kill almost instantly. The poison would travel through the body, creating a heart attack-like effect. So we see these things, you know, uh, used as a weapon. There's also a tail stinger. It's not shit like a double. Yeah, ugh, the bite. The bite with the mouth is is the thing that delivers this nerve toxin. The tail stinger is a non-lethal sting, but still very painful. It's used to incapacitate the prey so that they can then bite them easily. So it's probably not far off from creatures that exist in jungles, right? Here, in and out of the water. So to eat these things would their saliva, and this is true of of animals as well. Their saliva had a chemical that would break down their prey into a liquid that they could then consume. A batch of these things could easily consume a person, leaving only the bones behind, and just. You know, a How few long? in a few minutes. That's, that's just torture, man. It sucks. It's torture. <laughs> they were attracted to heat, but you know, they they because they could sense warmth, um, which is surprising that they knew Padme was there because of her. <laughs> She's still so frigid. Yeah, her frigid. <laughs> <laughs> That's they, also, they also had a stinging tongue in their mouths that could grow to 10 centimeters long. Now, are they all distance these cousins of the ghoul? Uh, I didn't think. Oh, ghoul. 
<laughs> that is not mentioned anywhere. You would think, and I mean, I read everything that I could find on them, and that's never mentioned. That that would be kind of cool, though. Yeah, it would. That'd be well, cool. Uh-huh. All of these things, of course, never get used on a helpless Padme who is sleeping. Apparently, the best defense against them is a blankie. <laughs> <laughs> a whoopee. <laughs> whoop- oh. Like, I mean, these things are awful, and you I mean, I read all that stuff. Everything I sound it's pretty sounds pretty awful, right? It does, yeah. She's just sleeping. Nothing. Their natural habitat is in the jungle and trees, hunting animals, some as big as dogs. Uh, their defense Holy shit. their defense is that they would freeze and they would often hiss like a hissing cockroach. Now Tim would know probably best when they're discovered in the movie because R2's kind of one that discovers them and is sensing this yeah. danger. When they run in and kill these things, do they freeze? They Come you don't actually freeze. see them close up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't actually see them close up um, after they've been hit. Like Anakin runs in and cuts him in half. Yeah. Cuts both of them in half. Yeah. But then they they don't they don't show like a close up of like their segmented selves on the right. floor. Do you say they like they freeze as in like they get cold and freeze? No, they freeze as a defense mechanism. Like they that's that's how like a turtle would go in its shell. They just freeze. Well, they they do that when R two is in there and he's scanning with his little laser beams. Um. They are, I mean, I, it, it says they're non-sentient, but they're smart enough to, like, go behind stuff, and they are smart enough to, like, stop moving. Mm-hmm. So there is there there is that there is that shot of them where he's sort of scanning them with the lasers, and they hide behind something and stop moving yeah. until his lasers move by. Yeah. What did, you get, what did you guys think about this scene when it, when it came out of the movie? Like, I don't know how, I know Tim hates this movie, even Tim doesn't, like, Attack of the Clones. It's probably the worst one. I think, at this point, where where was your mind? And when you saw these things, were you kind of like, oh, you know, is that kind of cool, or is this just another stupid thing in another stupid it movie? Just seemed a little overly elaborate. Yep, that's that. He, Tim took the words right out of my mouth. If you have a droid that can get to the window and cut the window open and drop those up, it can just as easily shoot through the window. <laughs> it's like they. You know, this the, these things are going into the room to kill them, to kill her. They're going to find out that these worms bit her. It's not like they're naturally occurring on Coruscant. They were put. The, they, they they would know that she was assassinated. And a you have one assassin paying another assassin to throw worms yep. into a room via a robot. It's just dumb. It's very, it's not quite James Bond villainish, but it's like way yeah. too complicated. I mean, especially to the fact that I, again, I said, I made my point earlier, just a moment ago. If you can get a device that close to her, why are you going one step further and throwing another level of complication into it? When this thing could yeah. just shot her right then and there. Right. Or blown up. It just could have no. blown up. If they were worried that the droid would be identified, why didn't it just like put an explosive on it and explode towards the window? And that probably would have had a real good chance of killing her. It's just like I said. It's it, you get that close with something that could do the job, and then you throw a layer of complexity on it that fucks everything up. After they like 
biter or stinger do they do they just do they die immediately or they just no they're not they're not like like bees (laughs) they would probably eat her they they, they would run in there and they'd find these two fat worms and then some like bones (laughs) yeah i mean i would assume that would the next step would be after they kill her with the bite and this toxin that they would consume her so they would eat her yeah i'm saying wasn't dorme in there the whole time too that was Dorme's job. To eat her? <laughs> wow. Listen to Tim. <laughs> I'm done. Dining at the Y. Oh, my God. I made some taco dip. <laughs> What's up with you two? <laughs> These things were not force sensitive. Oh, thank God. But once. Yes, but they did have a sense that could allow them to sense the, force. sense the force. <laughs> yeah, this, this one, this one I, I, laughing as I was writing it off the research. Uh, they, they, they weren't force sensitive, but they had a sense that could allow them to avoid security systems. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, that's that's something every beast in nature needs. Yeah. They have they, they have ears, so when they heard it go off, I mean, because everyone has that. Beetle, beetle. Because this comes up all the time in the jungle. Yeah, all right. Yep. <laughs> boop, boop. Run. What's that play that 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 armored uh, shield for the for the houses where you get like a your. For the shield, shit, they probably have a fucking pass. Oh yeah, Slumman <laughs> Shield. Slumman Shield. That's yeah. Shield your home. <laughs> that's it. The Cohoon Shield. <laughs> Sometimes they were found in zoos. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, why not? Star Wars zoos. They also were Star often Wars. found in poison research facilities. That is the only place that makes sense outside of the jungle so far. Right. Most commonly found in a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a neurotoxin. You have to love everything if you love Star Wars. Fuck you guys. <laughs> there was a neurotoxin that was created from their venom called Kahunin. Oh, almost. So in the seedy side of places like Coruscant, people would set up breeding colonies for these things to sell to people like Django Fett. Because they were bred and used, they often would spread all over the galaxy, and that's how they got everywhere that they ended up. Um, They're like sand. They get everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. They, they in fact, thrived on Tatooine because the sand was warm and they could burrow through it and that kind of stuff. Um, But people would set up illegal. You weren't allowed to breed these things, but people would set up illegal businesses to do that because they knew that people used them to kill other people with them, especially bounty hunters and assassins. They liked them because they were small and they could be snuck past security. Now, they even would mail these things to people to kill them. Someone's going to Tom Brokaw. (laughs) This is like the the anthrax of the Star Wars galaxy. That's what I was thinking, too. This reminds me of like when, you know, after after September 11th, and that was like a big deal. Like anthrax yeah. and the post offices were closed down and stuff like that. Yeah, people would people would use them. Like I guess if a bounty hunter needs to get somewhere, rather than sneaking a big old gun past security, they're going to put one of these things in a little tube, and that's easier to sneak by. And what's even easier than just mailing it to somebody? Shooting so. them. It's that's not easier. even my birthday. Oh shit. <laughs> Just shoot her. 
This is a lazy form of bounty hunting. <laughs> this is it a really is. form of This is like this is a, you're you're if you're a bounty hunter, you're one of those bounty hunters that you're in it for the long game if you're doing this. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is But if you got a letter in the mail, fucking moving, don't open it. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. It'd be kind of <laughs> obvious that there's something wrong with inside that envelope. Yeah. It says it's a gift ri- gift certificate from Fuddruckers, but I'm not sure. <laughs> when you control the mail, you control information. It's return address is Django Fed. Don't know. Is that Mitch Hedberg? <laughs> That's James Newman. Fed. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I you. you control information and mail order murder. <laughs> <laughs> what these bounty hunters would do, this part's kind of cool. They would starve them before the hit. Oh. So they were extra ravenous. Hungry, yeah. yeah, like before the before the you know deployment. <laughs> like get them. in there and bite you. Now, if you're like really bad at like math and how long they can survive, I wonder how many first time bounty hunters ended up sending ones that died on the way from malnutrition <laughs> yeah. or starvation. The cheap ones they just send a parcel post. Yeah. It's like, well, why don't you just put it? Why don't you just feed it before you put it in a parcel post? They'll be hungry by the time they get there. But if you starve them, then you can send them. Uh, you know, express mail. They'll get there real quick. Priority. What if you uh, sent it to postage due? That's That'd be like a shitty way to get <laughs> killed. Not yeah. only did you have to pay for that, but now you're dead. What Do if- I have to pay exact change? Oh, dang it. Right. What if you like put it in an envelope and lick it and it fucking bites you? <laughs> ah, lick it. Lick it real good. <laughs> You're assuming they're putting it in a paper envelope. <laughs> I am. I'm thinking more like the a things, that, the things at the bank, like those little tubes and, you know, like little no, pneumatic. It's got to be a paper envelope. That's right. Or else the story doesn't make sense. The paper envelope thing is funny though. <laughs> it's wiggling. Now during production, these things were called assassin bugs. Obviously. Wow. They were George Lucas's idea. Hmm. <laughs> He was kids, probably. He wanted them designed as a deadly centipede. Uh, we can't have a horse pilot, but <laughs> <laughs> we can have bug assassins. The computer-generated sounds that they made were made by Foley artists Denny Thorpe and Jenna Vance. You know these people, Tim? Nope. No. And these are two names I've never heard. Yeah, Denny. I'm going to see if I can find it in the sounds of Star Wars boy. Jenna Vance. So, uh, guess how they? I'm going to give you a little bonus trivia. All right, okay. this is for the three of you. This is for no points. Ow! Guess I'm how they? Playing. Guess how they made the sounds of the Kohun? Did they make it a with their mouths? B by rubbing their soapy hands together, <laughs> or C by squishing a grapefruit? I think it was the grapefruit. For some reason, that sounds familiar. I want to use the mouth, Matt. Uh oh shit, I'll take the the other one then, the soapy hands. That way someone wins. <laughs> Tim is correct. It is a squishing a grapefruit. Ooh. So when you hear that on TV, you can recreate your own Calhoun at home. <laughs> no, uh, it's not even in the sounds of Star Wars. That's how lame they are. But a bunch of bullshit. There was a toy. <laughs> uh there's a Hasbro version of this toy that has a the longer stinging tail, which was almost the final design appearance. So the toy is more based on a concept art thing than the thing in the movie. Another concept was for them to be translucent. So you could actually like see the poison coursing through them. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, yeah. but 
it, this idea, like the fact that this was even like how long are those things in the movie? I didn't time it. I'm not watching that. <laughs> <laughs> like that 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 makes it crystal clear to me that they spent way too much time and put too much thought into stuff like this, while things like dialogue were wholeheartedly overlooked. You know, like, like we have to make these things translucent so you can see the poison flowing through their veins. Who cares? It, I mean, it, it didn't end up being in there. You have to love everything. No. You guys no. go out of your way to hit the prequels. I'm sorry. There's nothing wrong with them. They're wrong with you. The prequels go out of their way to make us hate them sometimes. Sometimes. Especially Attack of the Clowns. Uh, with never, the exception of the asteroid. We're going to get post. That's awesome. <laughs> what if um she was laying in bed thinking that was Hayden going down on her? She wouldn't have been thinking that at that point. They still hated each. She yeah. still hated. Yeah. Well, he was he was still that little little boy on Tatooine. Oh. <laughs> That's a weird thought. <laughs> yes, it is, Timmy. As far as the Calhoun goes, Calhoun. That's all I got. That's a rather abrupt ending, Dave. Almost like you left for <laughs> ten minutes and came back. I'd never do that. <laughs> Great, great episode, Dave. Worms, worms. I think. What's, what's, more, I think what's, what's What were you going to say? I'm sorry. What, what's more frightening, the tremor worm, this worm, or the Star Trek in the ear worm? Ooh. Oh. Well, it's not really a worm in the Trek one. It's more of a. It's a little scorpion worm or scorpion bug. That's like a roach. always always. I hate that thing. Whatever it is. Yeah. Going right to your ears. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say that one because it was a practical thing, and these things just look like cartoons to me. I'm not scared of cartoons. What was a ghost cartoon? <laughs> nope. What about the What about the the movie Monster House? Terrifying. Oh, Tim hates that movie. So not scared, scared of cartoons. No, I, no, I, I love it because it's terrifying. It's a scary ass kids movie. Really, I never saw it. Not scared of Monster, cartoons. Oh man, Dave, you got to see Monster House. Yeah, you do. Monster House. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Up. Turn the lights down low and just holy shit! Really, this is for kids. Yeah, it's really scary, actually. Hmm. Well, uh, Matt, you got any feedback? I do, but I'm looking at Monster House right now. Ooh, that thing is kind of. Is that a movie? Yeah, yeah, it came out about ten years ago, maybe. I remember. I liked it. Kind of a earlier CGI kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry, it's movie, but scary, scary, scary. Feedback. Yes, I actually wrote down where we. This time I don't. I'm not guessing. I wrote down where we left off in the iTunes reviews. So I'm going back to iTunes reviews. So we Yay. now run the gambit in these three episodes: emails, Facebook, iTunes. This time, and actually we're still catching up on iTunes reviews. We're still back in August, but I'll I'll keep going. So next up from where we left off from an R Warren eighty says laugh a minute says the big laughs are Star Wars jokes. The even bigger laughs are all the other jokes. Can't recommend this enough. Well. Thank you for that. Next is Zoo Action. I think Frank. It's spelled with like phonetic letters, so I hope that's it. Says can't get enough. Love Star Wars. Hate news debates and all that's or and that stuff. This is awesome. So thank you for that one. Next interview is I should have read these. Wrote out these pronunciations first, so I'm struggling through it through these iTunes handles. Apologies for that. N. I'll just, I'm going to spell it. N-W-I-N-H-84. says, laugh out loud. This show makes me laugh out loud. For real. Yes, Star Wars stuff can be that funny. 
So thank you uh, once again. Uh, I can't even try to pronounce that. And and when and when? Not sure if that's even pronounceable. But sorry, I'll go on to the next one. I digress. Uh, Real Deal Man. That one was easy. Real Deal Man says ridiculously awesome. This show is outstanding. So awesome. Keep up the amazing work. Well, thank you, Real Deal Man. And I'll do actually I'll do everything that's on the screen. So we got three more here. So next up is. Ali Tora, A-L-L-Y-T-O-R-A, says, Star Wars comedy at its best. This show is the funniest Star Wars-centered comedy show. It might be the only one, but if there are others, this one will be impossible to beat. So, well, thank you for that. Um, second, or next up here is Kenderson70, says, Laugh so much, I miss a lot. I laugh so much during the show that I miss a lot the first listen. I have to go back to each episode two or three times to get through. So funny and so great. Loved every minute of it. Of it. Well, thank you. And this is where I'll end. And let me make. A, I'll make a note when I'm done here, so I know where to pick up next time. It is from Ro- Rogue Rouge. I think it's Rogue Volcom. Says greatness achieved. This is my favorite podcast of all time for sure. Trust me, I've been listening to podcasts for at least a month. <laughs> I always laugh out loud. At some point at the end, when I'm trying to figure out what I just listened to, please keep up the good work, and I, I'm always looking forward to the next episode. Well, thank you for that, and thank you for everyone that has left us a review on iTunes. That is a great way to help out the show. If you're not able to support us on Patreon or any of the other projects we do, iTunes is a great free way to do that because uh, anyone that any review you give it and subscribing as well helps people find us when they type in Star Wars and comedies and pay on the page and whatnot. So all that certainly helps us. And speaking of Patreon, since I just brought it up, random poll of the week is a name and that he's kind of gotten his mentions for quite a few years and he's become a friend of ours and we actually got to meet him this April. This is this episode's Patreon supporter is Matt Quackenbush. Matt, yeah. Matt jumped on the Patreon bandwagon early as well and has kept supporting us ever since. So thank you, Matt. He has supported us in all kinds of ways. Uh, he's one of the very first Artmore t-shirt purchasers way back when. In fact, he posted himself a picture of himself in the Artmore shirt before any of us got to years ago the, when we first started doing t-shirts. He's... I'm sure he's review. I'm sure I've seen his name on reviews on the show. He contributes on Facebook and is, has always been a longtime supporter. So thank you, Matt, for your support on Patreon. As everyone knows, as we talked about, it helps out a lot. We uh, have added uh, uh, hosting and supporting the show is one thing, or uh, has helped out tremendously. We've added the call-in service that we're hoping to build some more specials off of as well, and just more to come once the New Year is out, holiday season, the Artmore Project, and everything else that's taking up our time is behind us. We just are going to continue to grow and add to the show, and by all large part by supporters like Matt. So thank you again, and thank everybody for their support. Whackin' Bush! Ooh, it came in there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> a little loud there. That is cool. Yeah, like, and, and that's a good way to interact. I mean, we're, I think we're pretty good at at fan interaction in general. I don't know what other people do, but I think we generally try to, we try to always like respond like yeah. pretty fast. So you can, not that we can do that with iTunes, uh, reviews, but you know, that's a good way to help us in getting on Facebook and, and 
putting in these messages and and all that kind of stuff and the the email contacts on the page we we generally answer almost everybody for the most part like when we can that's a real good point if there's anything anyone's ever asked us or commented on that we haven't responded to it's probably not what you asked we probably just missed it it may have come in in between some things that we were doing or other messages we got and we just got lost in the shuffle so if that's ever actually happened and which i'm i i'm sure it must because sometimes we'll we'll get a bunch of messages especially when some new news comes out we'll get a bunch of messages so if you've asked us something or sent us something and haven't been on feedback in a long time chances are we just completely by accident overlooked it so don't be afraid to send it again or kind of give us a little nudge that it's out there because it, it has happened and it is not i can't think of anything anyone sent us that i haven't read because of what it said it, it would only be because i've it's got stuck between a couple other things and i did not see it yeah or like all four of us have access to all that stuff and it's like maybe it maybe it was a question for tim or something yeah. like that yeah. but one of us accidentally not accidentally one of us opened it and then tim never saw it or something like that you know it's exactly like, well, yep, yep. Like so if there's something you have asked us that you don't you are curious of the answer and we haven't answered you it's just send it again we probably missed it yeah and there's by the time this episode comes out will star wars battlefront be out What's i think it? so yeah so that's that's another way that uh you can interact with uh, a couple of us anyway. I won't be able to until Christmas. I'm I got a pretty good authority that I will be getting a PlayStation and a copy of Battlefront at Christmas. So, but you right. that's awesome. You guys can work out the uh, yeah the mechanics of what we're gonna do with uh, gameplay, and then once I'm once I'm online, I'll jump right in there. Yeah, I mean, we're recording this before the game is has out but we got a taste of it on the the beta version they did come out and even on that we chris and i got to play several of our listeners like cool it was it was really neat so well were you talking did you have like headsets on and talking to them at the time or just you knew they were listeners you can do that but i'm i i didn't i know did you do that at all chris can't hear you no i have i did not because I'm saying if there's audio involved, there's got to be a way to capture it. And that could be an interesting special somewhere down there the line is, in 2016. Just because I've not because I've not used that feature on the PlayStation a lot. The, it, the PlayStation comes with like a little, it's like a little Bluetooth looking kind of thing that you stick in your ear. It's a little mic. Hmm. And there were people, I just don't know how to use it yet because okay. I'm, I'm old, you know? <laughs> But like when I was when I was doing it a couple of times, does this happen to you, Chris? When you were playing, could you hear the people? No, I could. Okay, I heard people going, "Hello, are you there? Are you there?" And I heard these other two guys having a whole big old conversation. It was hilarious because they were like on this thing. They're like, "What do we do? I don't know. Let's press this button. Oh, should we run over here? Yeah, let's run over there." It was like it's like I was That's a, cool. I was a voyeur in this conversation. They had no idea that anyone was listening. You could tell. Well, I. I'm pretty confident I'll be able to figure that out and probably figure out how to capture the audio. And I think we got a, a future special right there. Yeah. So if you're if you're listening to this and you haven't done it yet and you're on PlayStation, um, I'm Swick Dave, all capitals, S-W-I-C-D-A-V-E. Do you know what yours is, Chris? I think it's backward. I think it's Swi- uh, Chris Swick. Okay. I uh, think uh, I will probably be Neo's as Matt. Do they use existing PlayStation accounts or you got to create a new one? Because I am Neo Zaz on my PlayStation 3. Neo Zaz Matt. 
you can probably carry it over. Okay. Well, either way, it'll probably be Neo's Asmat because I'm Neo's Asmat on everything. So if you're actually ever looking for me on just about anything online these days, there you go. There's a little, yeah. little tidbit. So I know Chris and I already have a, a list of people on there and we get, you can even, I mean, with the PlayStation 4 is such an amazing machine that you can send information and messages back all the time. In fact, there's a guy, I'm not sure who it is. It's a listener. Um, but I, I said that I would even mention this person. His or her name is Pootie Pie. <laughs> Pootie Tang! Pootie Pie on, on, on PlayStation and their avatar is a chicken. Nice. So, I don't know anything about this person, but they're like, "Hey, I listen to the show." You know, like we, I mean, I've gotten messages like that. Nice. And I th- think Chris has too. So, yeah, I mean, get on there and and there's other things that like Matt and I are both on Untapped. Yes. For your as news as Matt. Yeah, and I think I'm Swick Dave on there too. Like, <laughs> get on Untapped. Then, if you're beer drinkers in the way, I'd love to know what people are drinking and give us uh, suggestions and and that kind of stuff. I think we're out there a lot, so yep. and I think we like talking to you guys. You'll see most of mine are theme park related, but you know, that's just by location. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there you go, Pootie Pie. Pootie Pie. Pootie Pie. Pootie Pie. You were driving me crazy. <laughs> this is Star Wars artist Kevin Lyle from Norselegion.com, a wretched hive of scum and Star Wars jewelry. Well, Dave. Yes. Is it time? It is time for the Lyle File. Lyle Files, Lyle. I thought you were going to whistle another incorrect theme. It's the Lyle Files. You know what's fucked up? I was was that the barrier theme? Yeah, yeah. Because that's what I had in my head. Like when he said incorrect, I went. But and you sang it. That was freaky. It's the Lyle Files. <laughs> it's the Lyle Files. It's the Lyle Files. It is the Lyle Files. I'm going to get a question. <laughs> the Lyle Files. The Lyle Files. Soon we'll be asking some more questions. <laughs> the answer will be Adam Driver until the end. That's nice. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like that, yeah. that sounds like some shit Alan Thick wrote for a, for a show. <laughs> show right. me that Lyle file. <laughs> show me that Lyle. Ask me another question about a sector. His name is Kevin Lyle. And you'll see him at everything. <laughs> In the front row. <laughs> you take the right, you take the wrong, you take the weak, and take the strong. The lie file. files. The lie file. <laughs> Didn't Alan Thick write that too? Now the answer ain't right if you miss it by just one. Is that the one he did? Is that the one he did? Yeah, I don't know. I have no Alan, idea. Alan Thick. Alan Thick wrote different strokes. I think. <laughs> Pulled out a question from inside of my cup. 52. Gonna play the recording and gonna see what you answer to. <laughs> Man, you're just popping them out. We can I know, it. right? Lyle. Lyle, Lyle, file. All right. 
Mama, that's my lie. Tim, you're in last. Oh, you got eight. That was the only way to get out of that. Tim's got eight. Chris has got nine. Matt's got ten, and I have twelve. Close. So, Chris, you're first. Yeah, let me get it wrong again. Let's go. All right, number fifty-two. Apparently, doesn't want to play. Ain't that some shit? Ain't that a battle, bitch? That's it. Hold on, I gotta restart this up. Yeah, need to restart this whole damn. Fifty-two. What kind of gas is mined by the Cloud City at Bespin? Oh, you gotta know this. Oh, man. Will Rowan. What this one? Nope. Don't know it. Oh, come on. <laughs> Bart. I really? Yeah, I don't. You don't to think about it for a minute or two? I wish I knew some board games that rhymed with it so I could give you a hint, but I don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right there, I, I don't know it. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess carbon. I have no idea. All right. Is that a final answer? Final answer, sir. The answer is Tabana gas. Yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> yep, that's the gas. That's the gas. I don't even want to sing. I'm so upset. <laughs> you don't even want to sing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know that one. All right. Again. Well, it's my turn. All right, you got number 66. I'm pulling up the soundboard. 66, 66. All right, here we go. 66. What actor portrayed the Chief Jawa, the Ugnaught Chief, and the Ewok Tebow? See, I, I know this one. Yeah. Oh. This guy This guy comments on your, your Facebook page all the time. All the time. I know this Speaking one. Speaking of Ewoks. Oh, not to not to derail you from your question, Dave, but this is a shout out. I'm afraid I'm going to miss. We need to. Have you seen this one? This is from a listener who has been a long time listener and someone I can't believe I haven't met yet, considering he lives in the Silicon Valley area. From uh, I think it's uh, his name is Jeff. I think you say Massius. I think it's his last name. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Have you seen the message he sent us today? Mm, I don't think I did. I don't think so. Oh, he met somebody at a convention this weekend that you'd be very interested in seeing. Debbie Lee Carrington? Yep. No way. Yeah, Whoa. so look on our messages. He's, he's a picture of him and her, that he, uh-huh. and he's wearing a Swick shirt. Uh-huh. And I, I meant uh-huh. to mention this actually in the beginning of the recording, so I'm glad someone meant, I'm glad we got an Ewok question. So, Jeff, shout out to Jeff for sending that picture specifically to Dave, but we all obviously enjoyed seeing it. I have not seen that is uh that is a fantastic tidbit of information. He must have he must have talked to her about the show. I would think so, yeah. 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 But that's uh yeah, that is really cool. I, 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 I gotta remember hopefully now that I've had this conversation, remember that he's close to, to my friends out and uh, in, in location to my friends out there and let him know next time I'm coming out. I'd like to just see him and say hi. I mean, I've, we've known him on Facebook for years, but uh, Jeff, thanks for that picture. It's awesome. I hope Dave is checking it out here shortly. He's doing it right now, actually. Oh, just, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, there is a picture. There's a little picture of her from Total Recall. Oh, yeah, Four. there it is. I see it. Yep. <laughs> Two of them there, yeah. This is awesome. How do you feel, Dave, about that? 
But no, it's really I was looking at stuff on her. her she did two her, things up. Yeah, they say her face is still pretty darn cute. Yeah, she's a good looking chick. I wonder we have to I'm gonna I'm gonna have to reach out to him. I wanna know how that conversation went. <laughs> I wanna know if he told her, you know, how how ad adoring we were of her on this show. You know? Right. I mean, basically put myself out there saying, you know. Hey, Listen, I got a wife, but it's not that serious. I mean, just give me a call. Oh, give me a call. <laughs> give me a call at any time. Like, huh. Day or night. So, I'm sorry. Do you need the question again after that derailment? Uh, it was some guy that played some Ewoks and I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I only know names of any actors from Tim and Chris. And one of the only names, this guy might even be dead for all I know, but I've, I've, it doesn't need to be alive to have played them. But he, Tim just said there, I don't know if this is where I would have been a hint for somebody. But oh, gotcha. Okay. He said that this person is commenting on Chris's Facebook page. Like, so like, like personal. Oh, really? Crap. Yeah. There was th- recently like what there was something with Luke and he was like, they grow up so fast. Yeah. 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 Why did you do that voice, Tim? Because he's a little person. Mm. That's terrible. Very, very Wizard of Oz ish. Oh, damn. Well, it did. You keep, I keep breathing you and keep tapping blowing it. on the mic to see, see if, if you're working. still here. Pay no attention to the Ewok at the back of the pack wearing a black hat. Actually, it's, not me. it's not me. I'm going to say because I know. I'm, I mean, you guys opened your mouths. So if I get this right, it's only because of you talking. I'm going to say Felix Silla. Okay. Because I, I know that's a little person that was in the movies, and he's on Facebook. Can I answer? No. That's no, what I'm All right. Is that your final answer? Yes. All right. Go ahead, Chris. What do you think it is before I play it? Mike Edmonds. Okay. Ready for the answer? Yeah. Okay. The answer is Jack Purvis. Shit. That's the... Whoa! You assholes. You actually... T- I was wrong. You you both actually talked me out of that because that's the only person I know, and I was going to say that, but <laughs> I think Jack Purvis is dead, and you two are like he's commenting on Facebook. Was, that's what I thought. It's not their fault. You think he's dead? No, yeah. but I thought I was going to say that guy, but they're they're making it sound like because they know this stuff that this man was alive. Chris, give me an eight hundred mile high five. <laughs> the two of you, man. If you were both here, I'd clunk your heads together like Mo. <laughs> hey, I'd knock your heads off, man. That's a po- that's a point that's gonna come back to haunt me. That's, that's right. Tim. That's Tim's fault. Tim, Stup- stupid, sexy Tim. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's Matt's turn. All right, number sixty. Uh, that's another board that's not loaded. Hold on here. Six zero sixty sixty sixty. All right. In episode two, who said I have a bad feeling about this? Oh God! Wow. Mm. Uh, God, I really don't know. Um, I am going to. I think Obi Wan says it sometime in the three. Probably not this one, but 
I that's my only reasonable guess. So I'm gonna say Obi Wan Kenobi. Final answer. The answer is Anakin Skywalker. Damn it! Oh well. Yes. One of those two. Yeah, know. that was really that was my second guess. So okay. this is kind of a coin flip in my head, and I flipped wrong. All right, Tim's turn. All right, on number seven one seventy one. Here we go, seventy one. What species was Watt Tambor? Ah. Oh man. We should know all about Watt Tambor. We've talked about him so much so that we've never done an episode on him. We've never done an episode of him. I ha- oh jeez, I have no idea. Wow. I don't know. Mechanical frog. <laughs> spider. He's almost like a robot, robot spider. spider. Yeah, robot spider, yeah. I I don't know. Mechanical frog. That's your answer? Final answer. Final uh, answer, mechanical frog. The answer, he was a Shakelin. Wow. Wow. It was a Shakelin. <laughs> Tapping his finger. Ooh, ooh. So, we, so did we get it all wrong again? We did. Wow, yep. we're terrible. Wow, this we are struggling. We need to go back on another special break. In three get our episodes, shit back together here. At one point? In so? three actually episodes. actually watch these movies. Yeah, in three episodes, only one person has gotten one right, right? That'd be you, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's that's uh, fifteen questions, fourteen wrong. This is this is a a, a very exciting and interesting uh, round of trivia. Yeah. The so Tim's still in last with eight, then Chris with nine, then Matt with ten, and I have twelve. Still winnable by anybody at this point. Yeah. We got another what is this one sixty six nine episodes mathematically possible. Well, I'm gonna. Go out saying this. Thanks for listening to this episode featuring Kohoon, and I'm picking the next character right now for Tim to do. Watt Tambor. Yeah, Watt Tambor is perfect. I am going to do Watt Tambor next. All right. Watt Tambor. Watt Tambor. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars-related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.